0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance, He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star. And on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good morning. Bright, sunshiny morning. See all of that light? Light is a great thing. Light's a great thing. That's what our our passage is about today, is about the light coming to the nations, Jesus coming to the nations. It's all about God's great gift of light to us. Um, Somebody says, some writer that uh, I read a lot, so I'm, I'm not sure where this come, comes from. But somebody once said that uh, that if you read something a thousand times, you're in danger of actually seeing it for the first time. And just as we were reading, as as Gary was was reading today, there were things that came out of that that passage, uh, passage of the the Epiphany from both from Isaiah and from and from Saint Paul, that 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 kind of impressed on me something that that I hadn't quite. I hadn't quite seen all of the connections to this matter of light, like light coming through, through the window. Um, the, light, the, the light of the Lord shines, uh, and over you appears his glory. Right? and Then you, you shall be radiant at what you see. Your heart will throb and overflow. That's the way, our, that's the way we should be when, when we have those moments of revelation, which is what epiphany is. Epiphany is the revealing of Jesus Christ. And the great truth, as uh, St. As Paul says, uh, you know, I love reading, reading St. Paul. He gets a little wordy sometimes, but um, you've, I'm sure you've, you've seen that too, but, but, he, but he gets to it at, at the very end when he says, uh, uh, when he says uh, the Gentiles are co-heirs, that's us for the most part, uh, members of the, same, of the same body and co-partners in the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. And the promise of God is fulfilled. To the Jews, through the Jews, and then to the rest of the world comes the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's a great thing, and we and we have that in uh, we we observe that in uh, uh, in the, the feast of the Epiphany, which is what we're celebrating today. Uh, Epiphany is a great is a great feast. It comes so close to Christmas, however, they kind of get they kind of get blended, and Epiphany somehow gets 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 lost in the in. In, in things. Uh, case in point, uh, now be, be honest and a show of hands, how many of you spent some time during this past week uh, at, at our local malls or a local store looking for that perfect epiphany gift? <laughs> yeah, I rest my case. Well, the feast is all about the revealing of Jesus Christ, most especially the, re- the revealing of, of Jesus to, uh, to the nations, to the whole world right at the beginning of his life, and it tells us that it's always been God's plan that the whole world should hear the gospel and believe in Jesus Christ. There are a number of, of interesting things about the Magi that we read about in the gospel today. The first, of course, is that they were not Jewish. And their news to, uh, to Herod must have come as a surprise to Herod, who was himself the king of the Jews, as far as Rome was concerned. That was his appointed task. Imagine hearing that, a, that an alternative king has been born. Well, secondly, we don't know how many of them there were. We, tradition has it that there were, that there were three because of uh, the, the, the gifts that are, that are mentioned. It seems that other participants in this, in this drama, uh, Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, Elizabeth, Zechariah, all had encounters with angels. We don't read that the, that the magi had encounters with angels. They might have. Um, and by this time, Mary and Jesus are living in a house. It's the, the star stopped over a house. So apparently, some time has happened. This wasn't happening in the manger. In other words, okay. So, but friends, there is the most curious thing about the story of the Magi. is is something is something very simple, and we're and we're prone to overlook the simple things because of all of the symbology and stuff. Why did they do it? Why did they do it? You know, in, in the early 20th century, uh, in in France, there were key prehistoric uh, cave paintings that were that were found and the, the whole world was a buzz at these at these things and people began to to ask scientists and social scientists began to say, "Well, how did they how did they manage to do this in the in the caves, make these paintings inside caves? How did they how did they do it?" The great question wasn't how they did it. The great question was, why did they do it? What drove them to do it? Magi saw the star. And this is another thing that I caught in this text this time that uh, that I hadn't really seen before. They saw the star at its rising. They saw the star at its rising. The text says that twice. They saw the star at its rising because they were looking for it. That's why they saw it. They saw the star, and they followed it. And the question is why? Well, it almost goes, to, goes without saying, to say that they, that they did this, uh, they, they did this because it was important to them, because it was the most important thing to them. And they sacrificed a great deal of time and treasure to do it. This had to be something very important to them, the most important thing they could do. Uh, they, brought him a, they brought him great, Great gifts, the gifts of, of gold, which is the wealth that they perhaps had saved for themselves. Uh, frankincense, which is, represents maybe the, the, the offering of, of hope and the offering of their prayers. And myrrh, which is a preparation and foretaste of his passion, uh, his passion and death. Interestingly, the, uh, uh, the passage in Isaiah doesn't mention myrrh. It mentions gold and frankincense as the gifts that, we're, that are going to be brought, but it doesn't mention myrrh. An interesting thought. Um, and they come in, uh, with, with, this, with this mission. Where is the newborn king of the Jews? They are looking for the newborn king of the Jews because we have come to worship him. So as we begin this, this new year, um, let me ask, are you looking for the one born king of the Jews? You're looking for his star? You're looking to find him? Are you like the, the Magi, searching your heart and searching the faces of the people that you meet, searching the scriptures for him as they search the, the skies? And friends, is he so important? Is he so beautiful that you'd search for him the way the Magi sought for him? And when you find him, to worship him and bring him the gift that he truly seeks, which is your devotion, your heart? You know, I began to abandon myself to uh, to the love of God many years ago. Now, you know, I look back and I say, I could have done this a whole lot better. I, I you know, I could have been, I could have done this better. But you know, I did what I, I did what I could. Many of my friends coming out of the uh, the counterculture and and such in the in the 60s and early 70s. Were, uh, were curious about this turn of faith that had taken place in, in, my, uh, in my life. And I began to learn a, a very basic truth. You've seen this. I'm, I'm, I, know you, I know you have. Searching for God is always fashionable. Look at social media, right? Searching for God is always fashionable. Finding Him is not so fashionable. Finding Him is the, is, uh, is the issue. And in certain segments of the population, that's, uh, that's demonstrably true. And, you know, all forms of, of religion have a certain amount of respect that, we, that, that, they're, that they're owed as people search for God. All of that needs to be respected, because all of those things are, are ways that, that God reaches us. Because the, the story of Christianity is, is what? Is that, is that God is reaching us. It's not that we're reaching Him. He's reaching us. He's coming for us. The message of this feast is that the light has come into the world like a guiding star and it shines on all people it shines on all of us But the ones who are truly seeking and the ones who are uh, For whom this journey is a a matter of of something like a love affair and not just Solving a mystery and not just ticking a box on Sunday mornings But for, for people whose whose faith is something like a love affair like it was for St. Francis. St. Francis' faith was, was, a, uh, was, was something like a love affair, wasn't it? And for those people, in their search for him, they will certainly find him. They will certainly find him. And when they do, they give their best gifts to the Christ child. They give their best gifts. They give themselves. That's what we do. You know, one final thought. Uh, when the Magi had followed the star and found Jesus, our gospel says that they went home a different way. I love that line. I love that, that passage. They were warned in a dream not to go back to Herod. Friends, the voice of, that's the voice of the experience of faith speaking, because the light has come, and when you've started to follow it, and when that faith is born, and your devotion is stirred, your path is going to change. You can't you, you can't go back to the way things were. You can't. Because, because it will all look different to you. Because you will have been transformed. And after that encounter, you can't go back to the way things were. You have to, you have to go back to your life by a, different, by a different route. And friends, don't be afraid to take that route. Don't be afraid to take that route. That route will take, will take you to wonderful places in the presence of God. And... Uh, along with the promise that the light of God has come to all nations and to all people. Amen? Amen.